Hi, everybody, and welcome to today's webinar with, uh, with WSP. So we are jam-packed with this webinar today, as we're hearing from students who have gone through the degree apprenticeships, placements, internships, and also the graduate programme. So we've got lots, got lots and lots and lots to fit in, um, but we're going to hear some, about some really fantastic experiences. And um, So joined by Katie, Senior Recruitment Specialist, and um, placement students Eloise and Martina, degree apprenticeship Sam, Assistant Engineer Phoebe and ex-graduate Anandita. So welcome everybody for, for, you know, thank you for joining us on this webinar today. We'll also be hearing from the panel um, all about the recruitment process, the different projects they've worked on and much more. So Katie, we've worked together, it seems like forever. Um, yeah. So could you introduce yourself to the audience, please? And tell everybody about who you are, what you do. Okay, so... Thank you, Carla. So hello, everyone. So I am Katie. So I'm the Senior Recruitment Specialist for WSP. So I'm part of the early career team and recruit, I personally recruit advanced and degree apprentices across the UK business. So WSP, so we're a multidisciplinary engineering design and professional services consultancy. So we are civil engineers, so that's the structure of a building, to the facades we're building, to highways, to bridges, to rail station design. We're also building services, so that's the services of a building, so mechanical, electrical, heating, ventilating, lifts, escalators. We're also rail design, so that can be track design, signalling, um, platforms, um, transport planners, environmental practitioners, strategic advisors, project management, many, many others. So that's just to say a few. So that just shows the multidisciplinary sort of areas that we do. Um, so size wise, so we're a community of over 9,000 employees here in the UK. We've got more than 50 offices in the UK and we're over 66,000 globally. So we plan, design and deliver projects both locally and internationally. So it inspires us to stay curious. So for example, just some of the projects that we've worked on and been involved in is we're currently involved with 22 Bishopgate. Um, so WSP has put the tallest City of London Tower on the road to net zero, which is very exciting. Um, we are also creating the UK's first hydrogen village, the Eden Project North, which is in Morecambe, um, which Titan Fury lives, which I think is quite a fun fact, um, <laughs> with the plan to create a 21st century seaside resort. And the ones I believe we're most famous for is we were involved with the project of the Shard. Um, so we recruit early career professionals, so that's degree apprentices, graduates, year in industry and summer placement students across all the disciplines that I've um, spoken about and many, many more. And that's each year right across the UK. Um, applications are now open. Um, and as an early career professional, you will have the opportunity to work on real life projects from day one, but with a tailored development program put in place to help support you throughout your journey here at WSP. And we want you to feel a real sense of belonging in an environment where everyone feels respected and valued. So if you want to like the sound of what I've said, and you'd like to work um, with the best and brightest minds in the industry with us, you can. That's Absolutely. A little bit there, is, there isn't much case that you do not do as a company, is there? Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. Yeah, I know you've, you've done, um, you know, you've worked in early careers for quite some time now. So why are early careers so important to WSP? So they're so important because they bring lots of different perspectives that have been fresh ideas to things which maybe we've not originally thought of um they've just bring lots of great ideas along with them as well as experience as well from that they've, that, that they've experienced throughout university throughout school and um, if they've worked part-time as well on the job they can bring those experiences with them as well and they have the yeah. foundation to then go on throughout the business as well and grow within the business and there's lots yeah. of opportunities to move around and lots of opportunities to progress as well so they can become the real backbone to wsp 
Perfect. Thank you very much, Katie. So like Katie mentioned, they are open to opportunities. So right now on the WSP hub on GradCracker, applications are open to degree apprenticeships, internships and graduates, um, all open to multiple candidates and across all STEM disciplines. So the internships and graduate opportunities um, cover prog programmes like environmental, engineering, finance, property, infrastructure, advisory, water and energy. So lots of different options there. And um, the placements, like Katie mentioned, they're a bit of a mixture between your year long placements and your summer placements. And um, now they have a deadline of the 31st of December. So you've got a little bit of time to get your applications in for those. The graduate opportunities have a deadline of the 26th of November. So time is pressing slightly on those. So make sure you watch this webinar and then get your applications in. And excitingly, especially for Katie, um, we went live with a degree of apprenticeships on GradCracker yesterday. And um, so these cover disciplines such as civil engineering, building services, rail design and transport planning, all with a deadline of the 29th of February. So again, a little bit more time, but it's going to soon be Christmas and then it'll be February. So don't, don't miss out on these amazing opportunities. So let's now meet the panel in a little bit more detail. Um, all, you know, use GradCracker, well, so at university to fully release research and apply to their positions. So we're going to find out a little bit more about you. So Eloise, I'm going to start with you. So you're currently on placement at WSP. And yep. so tell everybody about what you are currently studying and at which university. Um, so I'm Eloise and I study at Loughborough University. Uh, I'm currently doing the architecture engineering program, uh, the master's degree. Super. And how long have you been at WSP? Uh, so I started in September this year uh, for okay. a placement. Fantastic. So a couple of months. So we've got getting some yeah. insight into what you've been up to so far a little bit later on. Um, Martina, that come to you. So where are you currently studying at university and what are you studying? Hi, everyone. So I'm doing civil engineering at the University of Warwick. I've done three years so far and um, yeah, I started working at WSP in this September and next September I'm going back to uni to complete my fourth and final year, which is yeah, the master's year. So yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Thanks, Martina. So Sam, you're a little bit different. So you're currently on your degree apprenticeship. Um, so which university are you affiliated with and what is your degree friendship in? Hello everyone, um, so I'm doing a bachelor's degree in civil engineering um, at London South Bank University um, and I'm currently about midway through. Yeah, lovely, perfect, thanks Sam. And um, Phoebe, oh, so many different stories going on here. So Phoebe, <laughs> you've completed your degree of friendship. Um, and you're now an assistant engineer, so well done, congratulations. Um, but cast your mind back, so what did you um, study when you were doing your degree apprenticeship and which university? So I studied the civil engineering design apprenticeship and that was through yeah. London South Bank University. Carla, might have frozen on us. Anandita, I'll come to you next. Similar kind of question, if you could tell us a bit about your current role and where you studied. Uh, hi everyone, my name is Anindita and I'm an assistant transport planner. So I sit within the transport planning team uh, in the Birmingham office of WSP. I joined the graduate um, program in October 2021 in yep. the transport planning team. And prior to that, so I'm uh, by training, 
I am an urban planner, so I studied urban and regional planning, uh, both bachelor's and master's from uh, Center for Environment Planning and Technology in India. And uh, I graduated in 2017, so I worked for three years in India and then moved to the UK in 2020. And then I've been with WSP for almost two years now. Fantastic. Tell us I'm back. back. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> my, heart, my heart stopped beating in for at least 20 seconds, but I am back. <laughs> Sorry, Jess, I bet that put you on the spot a little bit. So I'm guessing you introduced Anandita, so thank yes. you for that. Um, so what we're going to do now is scoot around the room and find out a fantastic, fascinating fact about WSP. Um, and Eloise, we're going to come back to you. So tell us about your fact. Um, so my random fact about WSP is that uh, the name WSP stands for Williams Sales Partnership. That's just a little random much. one. <laughs> I like the, the more random the yeah. better. Um, mm-hmm. We've got a bit of a variety as well going on today. Um, Martina, on to you, what's your top fact? Um, so something I learned when I joined the company is that you can take days off to volunteer that are outside of your annual leave. So you can organize your own charity event. You can run a marathon, you know, like anything. So, yeah, it's really nice that you're encouraged to volunteer and contribute to society in a way that you want. That's really Absolutely. Good. Have, you, have you had your volunteer day yet or? Uh, no, not yet, but there are a couple. So I'm currently applying to become a STEM ambassador as well. So I'm mm. doing the basically the passport checks. So yeah, um, yeah it's uh, yeah, there are so many opportunities. Definitely. Thank you, Martina. Sam, on to you. Uh, so my one is back in 2014, Red Bull wanted to complete a, a world record uh, base jump and WSP designed the little platform structure that was assembled on top of the Burj Khalifa. Wow. Thanks. Um, and Phoebe? Uh, so WSP has 68,000 employees globally, which is the same capacity as the Murrayfield Stadium in Edinburgh. Perfect, thank you. Phoebe's blessed Googling about the size of stadiums <laughs> before. It's like, oh, Murrayfield. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you, Phoebe. And Adita, on to you. Yeah, I was going to talk about volunteering, but Martina said that. So uh, I'm just going to talk about uh, the STAR Awards scheme in WSP. So basically, STAR Awards is uh, you can nominate anyone in your team, be it senior or junior, for um, exceptional project work contribution or um, just team building contribution, whichever way they can and they are rewarded with a 75 pound voucher which you can use in different retail outlets i've got two so far so it's uh, oh, i think it's a very innovative awesome. way to reward team members yeah, and uh really make them feel valued and appreciated within the team so yeah interesting and it just and it just goes to show how good you are as well and doesn't it so well done <laughs> Um, what we're going to do now is hand over to Jessica and we're going to find out a little bit more about your roles fab thanks Carla so don't disappear on me I'm here love I'm here a bit later on (laughs) I've got you sweetheart (laughs) Um, Eloise you're top of my list so I'm going to keep coming to you first if that's okay my love yeah that's Um, right so if you could just tell us all a bit about um, your placement so far so I know obviously you only started in September but what your current role is at WSP and what life is like for you um, yeah, so I'm obviously on my placement year. Um, my role is um, that I'm part of, I'm a year in industry bridge engineer. Um, so I'm working with the civil and bridges uh, engineering team for the rest of my year uh, until August. 
Okay. And what have you been doing since September? What's the kind of process been like? Have you been working on any projects just yet or what have you been up to? Uh, so the first week they normally give you like a whole lot of training videos um, to sort of get you up to standard or like caught up with everything that you need to know about the company. Um, and I'm currently working on a project called SAFA. Um, we're employed by Network Rail to analyze uh, rail networks, rail bridges um, throughout the country, uh, checking their defects, checking that they're still standing fine. <laughs> um, we will write reports, uh, do drawings and send that back to Network Rail to basically tell them that we're happy with the bridge. Um, or if not, then they have to fix the bridge. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's pretty much what I'm currently doing. Uh, there are a, a few other options that I will potentially move into, um, yeah. but I, I don't know what those will be yet. Exciting, really interesting. So we're going to come back to you a little bit later on to find out a bit more about those rotation and projects that you have worked on since September. So that was really good intro. So thanks, Louise. Martine, I'm going to come to you. Similar kind of question. Um, tell us a bit what life is like for you at WSP so far. Uh, yeah, thank you. So I'm a, yeah. So my role is called a placement student. Uh, I'm working within the highways team in Cardiff. So I am involved in a couple of projects. So uh, they're for transport for wells. So they're more involved with uh, active active travel routes. Um, I've done some very minor um tasks for HS2, and uh, yeah, I'm I started in September. So it's yeah it's I'm yet to do uh, I'm wait I'm yet to um, get involved in more projects but yeah I'm not sure yet uh, my first week was just training mm -hmm. and then I gradually started to get you know like uh, you know like for some smaller tasks and then you know it pro progressed to actually doing uh, you know whole design uh, mm -hmm. options for like our our projects so yeah and Martina, what's the team like then that you've been working in? Is it the same team you've been working um, in since September or have you managed to experience uh, Yeah, so um, so the project, that, so when I joined uh, the company, uh, the project uh, had, just, had just started. So basically I'm still involved in the same project and I've been working with the same team. Um, but yeah, we'll see for the future, maybe that will change. Um, yeah, but so far, um, I've been so working far. with the same people. Fantastic. Yeah, we're going to come back to you a little bit later on to find out a bit okay. more detail about the projects. But again, great intro. Sam, Phoebe, I'm going to come to you next. So it's slightly different with degree apprenticeship op opportunities. Um, Sam, I'm going to come to you first. Um, tell us a bit how, you know, what life is like for you, how it works, and how is the split between university and WSP? Um, yes, so I've, I've been with WSP for about four years now, so my, my role has kind of developed in that time. Um, joining as an apprentice, there's, you, you're absolutely, you don't feel like an apprentice in any sense. You very much go to university one day a week. The rest of the time, you're very much involved in project work. Um, towards the start of my time with WSP, I was more assisting um, some of the engineers and the senior engineers with tasks. But that has now progressed and I'm now in a position where I'm leading the design for two schemes in Bournemouth. Um, it's, it's, it's just excellent. Lot, lots of variety, um, lots of client liaison, but really, really good team to work with as well on a day to day basis. Yeah. Sam, if you don't mind me asking, and Phoebe, I'll probably ask you a similar question. You know, in the kind of 
degree apprenticeships are, are still quite new, really, aren't they? You know, in terms of, you know, how popular they're getting and things like that. So what uh, inspired you to do this um, kind of opportunity rather than go and say down the traditional route of doing, say, a full time uh, bachelor's course at university? What what excited you about WSP? Um, for me, I've I've always been more of a, a visual and a practical learner. Um, yeah. And the idea of sitting in a lecture hall five days a week for me, for me is, isn't my style of learning. I think as we as we move forward, we appreciate that people do learn in different ways. And so for me, being able to go one day, learn the theory, but then come into the real world and see, OK, this is how I apply it and the, the reason behind why you learn it. For me, that was the that was the key driver, and it's just it's good to feel like you're developing um, life skills as well as just your academic studies. So the the combination of the two was just ideal for me. Yeah, definitely, it's really really good. And in terms of that balance, then how do you find doing your kind of your day to day, your WSP tasks as well as as doing your academical studies? The WSP are really supportive. To be fair, of um of the time that you need for it so you're assigned one day a week for purely for your university studies um i found when university has got slightly more demanding so around the time of doing exams they are more lenient with giving you a bit of extra time if you request it um i think the main thing is that they as long as you ask they they really do listen and they do take that on board so it's there's, there's times where it is intense won't deny that but it's it's really rewarding and you've got all the support you need yeah, definitely. So when will you finish your degree apprenticeship? Sorry. I will finish in... So sorry, halfway through now. So that you've got another four years then, have you? Two, I've got two and a half years left. So yeah, two it'll be 20, 2026 that I finish. Yeah, fantastic. And that, will that come out, will you come out with a bachelor's then or a master's yeah. as well? Bachelor's yeah, bachelor's. Fantastic. Good stuff. Phoebe, come to you. Similar kind of questions. You know, what's life like for you? You know, why did you pick this route? And um, yeah, how's it going? Yeah, it's going really well. Um, I think the main reason I chose an apprenticeship was because I just, a bit like Sam said, I wanted a bit more of a hands-on approach to learning. So to do an apprenticeship where you actually get a degree at the end of it, but you still have a full-time really involved job was the ideal route for me and um, so yeah it was it was perfect really yeah I can imagine and then how do you um divide your time is it quite a bit like Sam are you just one day a week as well or do you have a different split yeah so mine was one day a week as well um only in term times like you just you work normal university terms um one day a week and again, as Sam said, if you need extra time for assignments or exams, we get like study leave so we can we can have, take time off to study. Um, it's really flexible and there's there's really they do really listen if you need a bit of extra time. No, it's really good like that. Yeah, well done. And um, Phoebe, tell us a bit about your current role. So what are you up to um, kind of day to day stuff at WSP? Um, so I, when I finished, I got promoted to assistant engineer. So I'm now an assistant in the livable places team. So we do like local government roads and like public realm spaces um, and stuff like that. And I work on a contract with Westminster City Council. So all of my projects are like within central London, um, which has a lot of challenges. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's really interesting and really really fun. Um, I get a lot of site visits as well because I'm based in London so 
if I want to visit a site, I can just pop out and there yeah. it is. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, yeah, it's really, sorry as well, it's really good. You've finished your degree apprenticeship. So sorry, those questions before were implying that you, you haven't finished, but you've finished now, haven't you? How yeah. was the transition then coming off from your degree apprenticeship now being kind of full-time graduate, you know, not having to go to university? How have you found that? Yeah, it was a bit weird in September to not mm-hmm. go back to like one day a week that was a bit of a wake-up call having to work five days but (laughs) um the work essentially is is the same as what I was doing I've stayed in the same team and the same place so I didn't have to sort of relearn anything new it's just my day-to-day yeah yeah oh good stuff and what is your team like then is it quite a big team quite a small team uh my team is relatively small it's about 10 people and then we're in a wider team of about 50 people. Um, but we're like really close knit. So it's just, it's lovely. It's like a little family. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Because I think that's the thing sometimes, isn't it? When students are looking at different companies on Gradcracker, deciding, do I want to work for a large organization or do I want to work for a small one? And I've learned myself doing these webinars that quite often you can have these really quite relative, quite big companies, but it's quite often you'd be working in quite a small team and has that family feel like what you've just said, Phoebe. So that's really a nice point to make. Um, so thanks for that, Phoebe. And indeed, I'm going to come to you next. Last but not least, um, what is life like for you at WSP? And can you tell us a bit about your current role, please? So my current role is um, an assistant. I'm an assistant transport planner, and I basically sit within the transport planning team in Birmingham. But I also closely work with the development planning team uh, based in Manchester. So we have uh, we work for a lot of uh, government uh, as well as private clients. So transport for West Midlands, transport for Greater Manchester. Um, councils, Birmingham City Council, private developers, so a broad range of clients. And um, so we basically do a lot of um, transport assessment documents, which is basically a technical document that sort of assesses transport implications on um, the networks due to uh, upcoming development schemes. So it's um, it's quite interesting. And so far, uh, I've worked on a lot of uh, a variety of um projects like transport schemes, uh, bypass development projects, strategic projects, business cases, uh, mixed use developments, town center regeneration, logistics, warehousing, and uh, on active travel side of things. We also work on a lot of um, local um, cycling, walking and infrastructure plans, which is commonly called as LC WIPs. So, which is currently quite uh, in the market and yeah, it's it's been a very interesting journey, um, starting as a graduate um, and then moving on to um, these roles. So, uh, yeah, I think it's been a very re- rewarding journey so far. I can imagine. Would you say the graduate um, program that you did with WSP helped to kind of guide you in the directions that you are now? And did it help to kind of shape your career in terms of making that final decision of, you know, once you've come off what project, what area of the business you wanted to work in? Definitely, I think, because uh, once you start as a graduate in WSP, you, you, it's, you're not treated as a graduate, but you, you're working on real life projects. And mm-hmm. I think that gives a lot of exposure. There's also exposure to the ECP network, which is the Early Career Professionals Network. So you interact with a lot of other uh, colleagues who are doing different things. So it gives you an idea of where you want to go. Then there is also the professional development review process that goes on, which... Um, you can work with your line manager to understand 
what areas you want to work on, uh, what kind of exposure you have. There are rotation schemes, so you have the opportunity to work in other different teams as well. So I've had the opportunity to work with the development planning team as well. So who work on a lot of mixed use uh, development projects um, apart from transport schemes. So that's been a really good blend for me to understand where I want to go. So I think there are a lot of opportunities at WSB yeah, within the program. Good. Yeah, definitely. Thank you very much um, for that introduction and Adita. Um, Eloise, I'm going to come to you a bit about projects. So you kind of, you started talking about them and I wanted to stop you because I don't want you to go into too much detail. Um, so yeah, I'm going to come back to you if that's okay. And if you could just tell a bit, um, and tell us all a bit about um, the projects that you've been working on and uh, your potential rotations in, in the future. Um, yeah, so again, <laughs> um, I'm currently working on a project called SAFA. So it stands for Civil Assessment Framework Agreement, um, where we're employed by Network Rail to go out uh, onto site and assess um, pedestrian bridges, road bridges, um, so footbridges and all of that. And yeah. then we come back to the office um, and we have to formulate a report on basically all of the defects that we found. Um, do calculations I haven't uh, got to the calculations yet um, okay. <laughs> but <laughs> hopefully I'll be able to work my way up to um, starting that uh, so yeah so once we like we finished with that then we send it off to Network Rail where they will uh, either confirm that they're happy with the bridge or they'll send it back to us and ask for a next level assessment um, where we'll do further calculations um, to confirm that the bridge is safe and stuff uh, there are a couple of other, so I am in Bridges, so everything that I do will sort of he head in that direction. Um, yeah. So there's East Western Rail, that um, is another project that I'm potentially starting on. Um, so I think that's building a rail connection from Cambridge down uh, south London somewhere. Um, but yeah, I haven't uh, been able to start on that just yet. Um, so that's for the future. So, Louise, to say you're two months in, yeah. it seems as though you've done quite a lot in the last two months. Yeah, Has definitely. surprised you, kind of the rate that, you know, WSP have got you involved in things and the responsibility that you've been given? Um, yeah, i definitely say that I wasn't expecting to be this in-depth in projects, but I wouldn't say that it's an overwhelming amount of work. Like, yeah. I don't feel like I'm struggling and... Um, within your first week uh, you have people coming up to you and saying like don't be afraid to ask questions like it's a very safe environment and they would rather you ask questions than to sit at, at your desk and like stress and worry and all of that um, because we most employees are able to work at home uh, three days a week they did require that I started um, my first couple of weeks a uh, full five days in the office just so that I'm around people to ask them questions sort of get get to know everybody and then as I progress progress through the months um, they uh, allowed me to take more days at home um, so there's that integrated working uh, opportunity uh, as yeah. well that's really good and in terms of you know you mentioned obviously you're going to stay within the certain area of bridges then but the different projects that you potentially can work on um is that driven by you as well do you have to almost kind of find that next project or find that that next bit of work or are you kind of guided into you know you know potentially sort of about the one in Cambridge London area or is it kind of handed to to you if that makes sense um so 
these obviously these are massive projects um, that are sort of subdivided uh, for the different teams uh, within the Bridges uh, team network. Mm -hmm. So these are uh, pro projects that are given to me. Um, right. So I wouldn't necessarily go out and find them, but yeah. there is an opportunity. Like if I'm wanting to go in a different direction, sort of move away from bridges and rails and all that, then they said that that is an opportunity for me. So because I'm in the civil and bridges um, team, I, I have quite a variety of different projects to move on to if I really wanted to sort of expand um, what I'm working on. That's really good, actually. And that's good to make the point um, because, you know, that's the benefit of getting a placement isn't it to gain that experience yeah. because you know you could couldn't you you could start doing the placement start working on a certain thing I think actually now I'm doing this I'm not sure if this is the right direction for me so it's good that WSP have you know offered that that there could be other different avenues after which is fantastic and in terms of your day-to-day -day, um Eloise what's kind of the team that you work what work with what what's it like are you getting are you working from home today or are you in the office uh so today I'm in the office um yeah. but I'll be able to be working from home tomorrow <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, that's so my my team is my, my sub team is made up of about six or seven people um and then in the office uh, I'm in Birmingham um yeah. in that scale we're about 50 people and then globally I think we're about 400 500 people um so it's it's quite a, a big division of WSP uh that I that I work in yeah, definitely. Um, Katie, I'm going to come to you quickly, just with uh, Eloise saying global, mm -hmm. also sparks my interest. Uh, mm -hmm. Is there any potential opportunity for placement students or graduates to get experience internationally with WSP or do you tend to try and keep them in the UK whilst they're doing those kind of training periods? There is always the opportunities depending on the requirements of the business, the requirements of the teams. Um, we can't say that is a certainty. It's a case yeah. by case basis, but potentially there could be the opportunities um, for them. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So if anyone was applying, it's probably good to maybe mention it on the CV. They've got interest to travel, interest to work abroad. Yeah, I mean, by all means, I mean, we wouldn't if those opportunities did come about we we would want them to sort of feel comfortable in the business first and, and have that sort of touch base with the team and the touch base yeah. with them you know their line manager and have their buddy and feel really settled in yeah. their role and in the business before those opportunities sorry will would come to fruition yeah absolutely that makes perfect sense but yeah good to know for future and potentially even after the graduate program where your um career could go with the bsp so it's good to know and brilliant thank you very much louise mm -hmm. martina going to come to you a bit more about the projects and if that's okay what you've been involved in so far and a bit more detail if that's okay um yeah so i'm currently involved with quite a lot of uh, design work um I did say when I was applying that I really like design, uh, being involved in design. So um, basically my biggest task so far has been to design in AutoCAD Civil 3D um, two of um, the three proposals for active travel route uh, that we're going to propose to our client, which is transport for wealth. Uh, so um, I'm yet to complete this task like in the next couple of days and then uh, this will be sent to another team that will basically improve on that so you know we can complete the package and then discuss with uh, the client um yeah I've, in the future i'm not sure i'm yet to actually speak with uh, the current pro the 
the project manager uh, for that project, what, uh, how I'll be involved in the, with the project in the next couple of months and whether I'll be you know, involved with other projects. So I'm yet to learn about that. Um, so yeah, but I've been also doing some other minor tasks. For example, um, I once had to go through some of the financial sheets for um, a section of GHS2 that we've been designing. Um, so um, my work covers uh, both design and um, sometimes project management. Um, so yeah, it's... Um, there is a uh, quite a lot of variety, so it's nice. Uh, you never yeah. get bored. Yeah, yeah. I imagine you won't. So, it, it, can you almost, if you kind of cast your mind back, almost like twelve months ago, from mm-hmm. you know, from then to now, um, mm-hmm. it sounds well. All of you sound like you're doing some amazing stuff, but you know, for Martina, for you, does it feel as though you, you come a long way already? Just within a couple of months, been doing your placement. Can you see a huge shift in your ability, your skills, your knowledge? Um, and you kind of, are you, do you feel a bit excited now that you're on the places where you know your future could take you? Um, yeah. So before starting, uh, I remember I was really scared to you know come here in industry and you know be actually exposed to real life projects so um but now um i'm way more confident especially when i design especially or you know when i uh, collaborate with uh, with my teammates like you know going asking questions discussing being you know critical about you know my i you know my ideas uh, making decisions and it's just um also where when you're in industry like I remember when I was going to interviews and I was talking about, you know, like uh, team working skills, communication, but now I'm realizing that in industry, this is on a whole new level, like industrial project they involve hundreds of people. So the logistics behind it are just enormous. So uh, being involved in, um, you know, with this from an early stage of my education, because I'm still at uni, it's just, you know, like amazing. I'm really appreciating this fact because, yeah, it's just invaluable. It is 100. Mm-hmm. percent And you know, so me and Carla are so lucky enough to as well, and, and Kate, you can probably uh, back this up as well. But so lucky to see you know students that like yourself that have got this experience and how you know when you start off to how you end yeah. it, you're almost two completely different people. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. other soft skills, you know, be more confident, be able to you know have those conversations, ask those questions. You know, it you've got a really exciting journey ahead of you. Um, but yeah, Katie, I'm sure you can probably. Add to that in terms of what a placement can bring to to a student oh yeah it's fantastic I mean especially um, because I do apprentice recruitment some of the apprentices that we've recruited into the business start at the business age of 16 some of them start at 18 um, some of them are still here in the business and they've just finished um, their BTEC level 3 and their degree apprenticeship so they're age 23-25 and to see them grow from sort of such a Mm. you know 16 to 18 to the age they are now and the projects they've been involved in and the awards that they've won as well throughout the apprenticeship so some of them win apprentice of the year so that's you know that's really lovely to see um yeah. and to see that growth and and yeah it's fantastic I love it yeah it is good it is nice and it's it's exciting Martina because and, and Eloise where you're going to be this time next year yeah mm-hmm. it's going to be yeah. really exciting to watch your journey so carrying on Sam Phoebe I'm going to come back to you next if that's okay if you could tell us because you've got a lot of experience now um 
you know, kind of that you've gone through. You, yeah, you've, you've worked on a lot of projects, but say if you could pick a favorite project that you've worked on so far or anything for you that's really stood out, kind of come to you first, Sam. Uh, what's what's kind of a, a standout project you've worked on so far? Um, there's, been, there's been a couple. I, I think the first one was when I first got involved with, with WSP and we were um, essentially tasked by Wokingham Borough Council to go out and assess a lot of um, vehicle restraint systems. So a lot of the crash barriers at the side of the roads mm. um, essentially determine whether they're fit for purpose. So whether to be replaced or removed. Um, and that involved a lot of a lot of site work, um, kind of accessing barriers through um, a lot of vegetation. And it was just, it was interesting to get outside the office as well. Um, mm. And then one particular memory was there was one barrier in the middle of the um, of the motorway we needed to access, and we got a um, we kind of got a call last minute saying there's an emergency road closure. If you need access to it, you can come and come and do it in a few days. Um, so me and the team kind of put a put a risk assessment together, and yeah, two days later we're there in the middle of the night, walking down the middle of the um, yeah the, the motorway, oh, wow. assessing the barrier. <laughs> But at the same time, you're kind of doing that. You've got surfacing teams going on. You've got teams digging up the road. And it's just you realise how much goes goes into roads. And I think before, certainly before working here, you you just assume, oh, they just slap the tarmac down and off you drive. So I think having done that, it's it gives you a, a really good perspective. Um, but then in more recent times, I've kind of been given two projects where it's been a case of, Bournemouth Council and the Safe Routes to School team have gone. We identified this as a bit of a hazard area near a school. We want we want a crossing or something put in here, and it's almost like there you go. There's your brief. Go go and see what you can come up with. So yeah. you've got that responsibility to take a, a blank slate and put your own ideas to it. And at some point further down the line, hopefully in spring next year, um, you'll be on site actually seeing your your designs being constructed so it's, it's really yeah it's, it's, it's a it's a really rewarding feeling especially when you're making an environment you know more safe for people mm. you know you work in an environment which you know that other people are going to appreciate you could even eventually potentially save lives it must be super rewarding so yeah, when you absolutely. see when you're working on these projects you know you said that you've got to be quite agile and kind of spontaneous with you kind of get a call or you get you know you've got to kind of act quite quickly then and I suppose that I never assumed that that would be part of your role but I suppose you have you've got to react to situations if something comes in you've got to do it I guess yeah I mean you've there's there's different deadlines for different stages of the project um yeah. and this that example in particular most of the barriers are at the side of the road so you can access mm -hmm. them um while the roads are open but given the barrier we were looking at was about four miles long they weren't going to close the motorway yeah. just for the sake of three three people going and having having a look but obviously if there's lots of other work going on it's a case if you've got to reprioritize what what you've been asked to do um but it's all it's all exciting to kind of feel like you've got to drop one thing get on something yeah. else and then when it's all done you're like oh i'll go and pick pick that back up again so it's um it's it's exciting and especially yeah. in those instances where you you don't you're, you're somewhere you don't expect to be and it's yeah. it's just a weird feeling thinking I'm walking on the uh in the middle of the way motorway in the middle of the night so <laughs> yeah 
it's surreal. But it sounds as though um, kind of every day is different. Then you know you're getting different experience, different you know project projects coming your way. Again, it must be again that makes it more exciting. It's not you know what's the word laborious. Yeah, there's always there's always new stuff to do, and it, even if it's similar similar tasks, working with different people. Yeah. everyone's got a different way of working everyone's got different opinions mindsets so it's just it's good fun and there's challenges where as a team you're not you, although you're trying to work for the same goal someone's got one idea you've got the other and you're obviously negotiating between the two of you what's best but still trying to come to the same conclusion so mm. it's not just the design but the people skills and working with other people is is a real real good fun part of it as well yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let's get that, you know, breadth of people that you're working with across different experiences, like you said, really, really good. So thanks, Sam. Phoebe, you want to come to you, if that's okay. Similar question, uh, favourite project that you've worked on so far or particular thing that stood out to you? Uh, so I've got a project at the moment, which is on uh, Pall Mall. So really wow. felt like I'd finally made it when I got onto the Monopoly <laughs> board. <laughs> I'd say the particular highlight for me is probably the safety schemes that I do so we have local safety schemes where we look at collision data and then we basically design to try and eliminate the collisions so we look at the the similar collisions and we see the patterns and then we design out the cause of that collision so that's it's really interesting and it really feels like you're actually making a an impact which is nice any collisions on Palmer? Uh, quite a few actually, be surprised. <laughs> yeah, there was a um a right turn, so it's quite a busy road, and there's not a sort of filter for right turning. So people just seem to right turn, and then those that are coming straight ahead, maybe they don't stop, or there's there's not enough time to stop, or whatever. And there's there's quite a few collisions. So we've added in like a right turning arrow in a box for people to sit in and then we're going to look at the traffic signals to give more of a green phase for those that are coming straight through so that they can filter through a bit easier cool do you know again it's it's exciting to think that you're working on projects that you know if you think how many how many people would you say go down Palm Mall on an average day thousands and thousands yeah <laughs> affect the, all these lives every day it's yeah. really exciting to work on those kind of projects yeah, it really is. Um, and the good thing about doing the sort of local schemes is that you'll design it and then like a year later it'll be built. Like it's a really quick turnaround. So having been here for five years, I've seen quite a few of my designs get built and then just out and about in London and you can see people sort of using it every day. And it's just, yeah, it's a really good feeling. That's good as well. That's a really good point to make because I can imagine that'd be quite frustrating if you know get put on projects and then you never see the end of it. I think did it even happen? So that's quite good. Would you say that's a, a reflection of WSP as a business as well? You know, they they like to make change, they'll implement it quickly if they see there is a problem. Yeah, definitely. Um, safety is a massive thing on a lot of our particularly highways schemes. So. We're always doing a lot of a lot of that to try and get to Vision Zero, which is like the zero road collisions by twenty forty, I think it is. Um, wow, so we're working quite. Yeah, we've got a whole team here that does uh, specifically like road safety 
stuff to get to vision zero wow that again a fantastic project to be working on so yeah well done phoebe and the team for doing it and putting that arrow on pal mal um <laughs> and indeed they're going to come to you again last but not least um you talk a bit earlier about all the different kind of projects and experiences you've had and um, i'm going to ask you a slightly different question um what's the future looking like for you you know you've kind of finished your grad program and you know you're thinking what's life like as a graduate that's maybe just come off the program like yourself thinking what are the next steps so uh, basically um so yeah I've, I've talked about the different projects that i've worked on and uh this year i'm focusing a little bit more on the commercial side of things so i'm assisting my superiors with uh preparing bids bid proposals for work winning so that's been a new thing that's uh happening this year uh other than that i have also enrolled into a chartership program so basically it's for a systematic uh career development so chartership is a formal qualification that's awarded to a professional for their high level of competency within the industry so for instance um within our transport planning team, two of the most common uh, qualifications for chartership are um, Chartered Transport Planning Professional, which is CTPP, and it's offered by uh, Transport Planning Society, TPS. So I've enrolled for that, and um, I'm doing it through the professional development scheme. And what this basically means for me is that it's, it's like a four to five year commitment to gain relevant competent skills, experiences, knowledge within the industry. And what my plan is now to align it with my PDR goals, which is professional development review that happens uh, at WSB that happens twice a year. So you set yearly goals and then uh, whatever your chartership goals are, you can align it to get relevant experience and uh, to basically chart out your own career path at WSB. And I really think that this uh, sort of helps me to understand where I'm going and uh, what kind of experiences I need to gain. And then I can sort it out with my land manager to make sure that I'm getting those experiences. Um, I think this is really a, a good way to go in terms of career development at the WSP. Yeah. Did you know that that was always going to be a driver for you wanting to become chartered? Or is this something that WSP has kind of encouraged you to do? Or how did you kind of go decide that this was what you wanted to do? Definitely. I think there are a lot of training and webinars that WSP does to uh, make you aware about what exists out there for you. So I attended this professional qualification uh, webinar, which talked about all these different chartership routes. And then uh the, the kind of projects that I'm working on, the kind of projects that I've been interested in and also aligns well with uh, what my line manager has followed. So that kind of helped me understand where I can go. So there are resources available. There is help available. There's, uh, there are dedicated people working for it. And uh, you can ask them, you can ask anyone um, within your team, outside your team uh, to understand how it is that you need to get there and what is what kind of help is or resources are available to you there's a dedicated page on the sharepoint uh, at the wsb intranet as well which has a lot of resources so yeah fantastic great stuff um i'm conscious of the time so a couple of things i'm going to do i'm going to kind of split the next questions if that's okay so eloise and martina um i want to um see 
so far in your placement, have you had any additional experiences kind of away from the day job that you want to tell the audience about? Because I say it's still only two months in. Um, what else have you been up to? So Eloise, I'm going to come to you with that one first. Um, right. So there's definitely a lot of opportunities at WSP. Um, still sort of connected to my work. Um, they focused a lot on training and stuff. And um, one of the things that I had to get was my TVP license, which is a track visitor's permit, um, mm. so that I could actually go onto site, onto the railway, um, and sort of assist in site analysis and stuff. Um, so that was an opportunity that I, I took hold of, um, which is quite cool. I managed to go on site last weekend. Um, in the middle of the night, which was freezing cold, but it was really, really cool. Um, and then they, WSP, on the other side of things, they also offer a lot of socials. Uh, so up here in Birmingham, um, they have sports socials, uh, early development program where um, all the the new starters, uh, early careers students, um, they arrange socials so that everybody kind of gets to know each other Um that are more people that are like sort of in your age range and stuff um so yeah so there's definitely a lot of things externally that uh, they make available to um placement students and graduates and everybody fantastic yeah good way to network and create those friendships as well martina you kind of spoke a bit that about that um you know in your, your intro about a fun fact about wsp about you know volunteering and things like that but do you have anything like an additional experience um on top of the wheezes comment um yeah so um i've done trainings both online and i have also traveled to other cities as well for the day so okay. for example my online trainings would uh, include learning a software such as uh, civil 3d i've traveled to birmingham for a business management lean workshop and i've also met with the institution of civil engineers officers to discuss the process of becoming a chartered engineer and um yeah, the officers come in our office almost um, every month um, yeah. to track the progress of, you know, like everyone that's currently on their way to, you know, get a charter tip. So I also went to Bristol to attend an induction event for our graduate development program. And um, yeah, um, quite a lot uh, has happened for such a, a short period of time uh, I remember when I like the first week I I joined I like because like my my land manager has set up my email even before I came to the office for my first day so I opened my email and there was already like invitation for uh, a trip to Birmingham and I was like okay <laughs> that was fast um yeah so uh yeah there um there is many more events coming up in the up, the upcoming months uh we're also having a christmas party in december mm -hmm. so yeah it's quite exciting there are so many socials trainings and so many opportunities for development amazing yeah. and what a perfect way to kind of end it and hand it back to carla because can I apply, please? <laughs> no. There's no yeah. an application in. We accept all applications, so yes. No, absolutely. you don't. Not from Jessica, she's staying with me. She's nice. Um, so thanks, guys. You've been absolutely amazing. So Katie, we're going to go on now and find out about the recruitment process and what's involved mm -hmm. in that. So initially, like we said at the beginning of the webinar, all of the opportunities are on the WSP hub. So go there, do your research, re-watch this webinar, watch the snippets. There's lots of information on there. Um, 
what's the next step, Katie, when a student do, does click on the apply link? Yes, yeah, so once they've clicked on it, it will go through to our online application form. So they'll answer a few questions regarding their preferences for location, their preferences for disciplines, what they're interested in. There'll be a few questions about YWSP, for example. And then once they've completed that and submitted their details, and if they're successfully matched to opportunities that we have within the business, they'll be invited to complete a behavioural-based assessment um, with the opportunities to do a practice run as well. Um, and then the next step, if they're successful, and again, if we have opportunities that match um, their preferences, it would either be a interview day or a face-to-face -face, um, interview so that would be the the recruitment process oh Carla she's gone again on me hasn't she <laughs> <laughs> she was looking very intently there so in terms of um the application process um mm -hmm. have you got any hints and tips Katie that you would give to any students that you know that are about to go through the process what do you like to see in a good application Okay, so here at WSP, we want to see your true authentic self. Um, so when you are answering any questions on the application, please stay away from sort of copying and pasting or writing what you think you we want to hear. Um, yeah. So have a little bit of a think about what how you would answer those questions to your family or your peers um, and how you would answer that. So we want to hear about your passions and your interests for the industry tailored to you. Um, so that would be my, my biggest um, advice. Um, secondly, um, it's an obvious one. Take your time. There's no rush. Read over your answers and be confident and proud in your application. Um, that is my advice to you. 100%. It sounds like a, a very, very good lot of advice that was. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of, um, I want to do a bit more as well, Katie, actually, I'm going to stick with mm -hmm. you just on the application process. Is mm -hmm. there anything, you know, when it, it just made me think, actually, before mm -hmm. I left you, because a lot of sessions with students over the last couple of weeks and sometimes when students are applying to these graduate opportunities when they're applying to these placement roles they don't know how to research and they don't know how to show off that they've got the right skills and um, so you know we talk a lot about here at grad cracker being involved in extracurricular activities being involved mm -hmm. in student stem society mm -hmm. is that something that you encourage um katie do you look out for in applications so you look for the degree yes but what other things is that student doing to you know really create those skills and, and qualities that you know really make them unique yeah, absolutely. So everything that you do um, at university, at school, at college, um, you, you gain skills doing that, whether that is extracurriculum activities, if that's sporting, or if that's working in teams, or if that's um, a project that you've worked on through university, you are learning skills, whether that's communication skills, whether that's um, project management skills, you can bring those and, and tailor that into your application, as well as if you do work experience, obviously, you can bring that in as well. So you've got that, um, you know, work experience um, and also if you don't have the industry experience um, if you work part-time in retail you also learn skills that you can bring yes. and, and add that to the application so yeah we welcome um, all sort of experiences that you learn. Again, really good point. So I think students think, oh, does it have to be relevant to that industry, relevant to that employer? But any experience is really, really mm. great to mention. Absolutely. So next, we're going to finish off with a quick fire round, if that's OK. So your kind of favourite memory so far at WSP. So Eloise, I'm going to come to you if that's OK. And could you share with the group what has been your favourite me uh, memory so far in the last two months at WSP? Um, so I'm going to be repeating myself here, but it would definitely be this week, the last weekend that I've had um, getting onto, getting the opportunity to go onto track um, and actually experience like that sort of, I wouldn't say like grown up environment, but having the opportunity to sort of 
be involved in that way. Yeah, definitely. Sounds like a great one. Uh, Martina, going to come to you. So my favorite memory so far has been my trip to Bristol because like after the workshop, you know, like, uh, um, you know, like placement and graduate apprenticeship, we all went and explored the city as well. So it was so fun and Bristol was lovely. So, um, yeah, I think that's been my favorite uh, memory so far. Sounds like a good one. Sam, going to come to you. I think it was the first time being on site and watching watching the construction of one of the one of the projects I've developed. Um, just, just brilliant feeling there, and all the contractors are chatting about what your drawings are to attend them to do. Um, but the Christmas party is always a, a memorable evening <laughs> as well. So. Coming up, that's good. <laughs> it's on the horizon. Next couple of weeks, good one. Phoebe, could it come to you? Um, so my favorite was actually a couple of weeks ago we did like a landmark race so it was like a scavenger hunt around London but we had to go to specific landmarks um, and the first team to get there like you took a picture of yourself with it you sent the photo to the group chat and then you won the point so actually a really fun um, fun evening that we did as a team Oh, that's nice. Again, it's all fun experiences, isn't it? It sounds as though that you, you know, working across some fantastic groups, working hard, but, you know, playing hard as well, which is great. And, and indeed, to come, come to you again, last but not least. Yeah, so I'm going to echo what uh, everyone else has said about the Christmas party last year. <laughs> we had it at Botanical Gardens in Birmingham. So lots of food, lots of chatting, dancing. And I can't remember the time I got back home. It's probably 1 a.m. <laughs> that was really fun. And equally competing is, uh, so we went for a corporate day out at Clay Pigeon Shooting at Herefordshire. And uh, it was a whole day event and we reached early morning, we had a good breakfast, we had some trainings at shooting, and then I think we totally fired some hundred shots. I still remember that pain I had from the <laughs> recoil, <laughs> <laughs> but it was absolutely worth it. It was fun to go out and spend time with colleagues from different teams uh, because it was office-wide. So yeah, that was really fun. And of course, all the team socials that we have at social darting um lunch dinners yeah it's uh, a lot of fun outside work as well i think that's a lot of fun a lovely way to end it as well and Carl, i don't know if you it sounds like it feels like you're back are you back i I, i'm i'm back every time i come to speak my internet just crashes so it's the internet (laughs) gods are against me today so sorry guys but jessica well done you've you've massively held the thoughts there so and thank you everybody you've been an inspiration thank you katie it's it's lovely for you to have joined us today and me and jess are taking a break next week so we're not having a webinar next thursday but we're back the following thursdays the 23rd of november where we're joined by Cambridge consultants. But don't forget the deadlines. We've said them all um, already a couple of times during this webinar. So make sure you apply to the graduate roles, the degree apprenticeships and the placements and be part of WSP. So I've been here at the beginning and here at the end. See you all soon, everybody. It was a good one. (laughs) I enjoyed it. (laughs) See you all soon, everybody. Take care. Thank you so much.